This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. Uh, I'm ready. I'm running out of breath saying I, that. I see that. <laughs> you know, I'm running out of breath because I've been running around town all day trying to get all my last minute Christmas shopping You're done. further ahead than I am. Uh, or how, how far are you into buying? So, wait, back it up. You haven't bought my Christmas present yet? Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> actually, I am looking at it right now. Oh, well, I don't even know what it is. Uh, I, I saw where you looked in a position in the room, but I'm not going to look over it. I see there's a pile yeah. of Amazon Prime boxes uh-huh. over there, and it's in, probably in there. That's somewhere. the way to do it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I've got everything bought for my wife except for one thing. I know what I'm getting you. I just haven't gone to get it yet. And I think that's it. I think that might be it after you. Damn. But I have to say, tomorrow, we're having a very special Christmas episode, aren't we? A very, what would you call that? Uh, I'll, I'll call it a very Jurassic Christmas, yeah, and I have, I have a story enough. for that. Oh, God. I have a friend of mine. Well, I don't really talk to him anymore. We're really good friends in high school, and this guy is brilliant. He's a doctor now. He's been delivering babies for the past, like, 15 years. Uh, really, really smart guy. Honors college, you know, was in the honors classes in school and stuff like that. We're sitting in the car one time, and we're talking about something. I can't remember what it was, and we had another friend of mine with me, and uh, he's he's talking about... Uh, all these moments in his life that were big, like big monumental things that happened to him. He's like, and that was the most Jurassic thing that ever happened to me. And I went, whoa, hold on. No, what? Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. What are you talking about? And he goes, it was, it was the most Jurassic thing that ever happened to me. Come on. You know, it was big. And I was like, what do you think that word means? And he goes, Jurassic. It means something that's like large. That's why they called it Jurassic Park oh, no, because, <laughs> because no. it was, it was all full of all these huge dinosaurs. And, John, me, and, this, no. and me and this other friend were just uh, like laughing our asses off at him. And we were like, dude, no, it's like, I remember my, my, my other friend was, I don't think she graduated uh, like college or anything. Like she didn't go on to, you know, like she's not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but she was like, no, no, no. It's the Mesozoic, the Paleozoic, you know, it's Jurassic as a, it's, it's an era of time an epoch or eon you, or whatever. You got to wonder how many other people he said this in front of who were just too nice to say anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, at the time he was too old to be using it in that way too. We were just like, hey. what are you talking about, man? So anyway, but uh, you know, he was running very successful, uh, clinic now yeah he's, <laughs> yeah he's crying all the way to the bank yeah, i'm telling you he really is but uh speaking of crying all the way to the bank are you ready to go ahead and get into minute number 48 let's do it let's do it in the previous minute ian malcolm started to explain chaos theory to ellie sattler as the minute ended he had her put a drop of water on her hand as alan grant noticed something outside of the car at minute number 48 malcolm asks ellie which way the drop of water will roll off she says towards her thumb Grant continues to focus on what's going on in the distance. Malcolm tells Ellie to freeze and not move her hand. Malcolm adds another drop of water to her hand in the same place. Malcolm gasps as the drop of water rolls to a different part of her hand. He says that it changed and asks her why it did so. Malcolm takes her hand and begins to rub it. He tells her that tiny variations due to the orientation of hairs on her hand... Ellie says, uh, hey, Alan, look at this. Malcolm continues to stroke her hand and tell her that the amount of blood distending in her vessels, imperfections in the skin. At 4831, Ellie repeats to him in a sarcastic manner, imperfections in the skin? Malcolm says, just microscopic. Malcolm tells her that the variations never repeat and vastly affect the outcome. Ellie says, that's unpredictability. At 4839, we cut to a shot outside of the vehicle. Grant opens the car door and jumps out. Malcolm says, look at this. See, I'm right again. No one could have predicted that Dr. Grant would suddenly jump out of a moving vehicle. Ellie follows Grant outside of the car. 
At 48.52, Malcolm is now alone in the vehicle and says, there's another example. He laughs and says, see, here I am by myself, now talking to myself. That's chaos theory. And thus ends minute number 48 of Jurassic Park Minute. The uh, last line that Malcolm has here, here I am sitting in the car by myself, uh, talking to myself, uh, is the very essence of chaos. That's one of the lines from this movie that I, I love and I use it in conversation all the time when yeah. I can. It's, uh, it's People walking out of conversations on you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting there at a party, at a Christmas party by myself with like a you know mug full of eggnog going like, uh, here I am again, uh, talking to myself. <laughs> That's the essence of chaos. So, uh, I love it. I think it's hilarious. I think Goldblum does some really great stuff yeah. in this minute. It's really hilarious. So yeah, what, what are your thoughts? And what's going on here? I don't have a whole lot for minute number 48, but there is a neat reference in a really neat reference in Jurassic World when they're the security team is uh, out looking for the Indominus Rex and the guy finds the tracking device that it tore out. Um, a drop of blood drops in his hand mm-hmm. and then another one drops and it goes off the other way. I didn't think of yeah, that. Yeah, really? Is, it does. Oh, that's clever. It's an intended reference to it. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. That is. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I <laughs> There's nothing really going on in this minute other than him just being kind of like corny and macking on uh, Ellie Sattler, you know, like stroking her hand, rubbing her hair. And then she says something. She says, uh, Alan, uh, hey, yeah. look at this. Why do you think she says, Alan, look at this? Because she's like, get this dude away from me. Yeah. So yeah. who's she saying it to? Alan. Which you might want to also maybe call, I don't know, her boyfriend. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe so not. So you, you and I have had kind of a, a, a disagreement going on. Not, with the... not so much a disagreement, but um, there we had someone write in who, uh, whenever we were talking about uh, whether or not, why Alan and Ellie would have split up come Jurassic Park 3. And uh, um, someone wrote in and said, you know, I've actually never seen it and thought of it as though they were in a relationship. Because it's never... It's, it's, it's implied in the movie, but it's never really, really, really spelt out. Right. Anyway, this, this guy's theory was, like, uh, plausible. I don't want to call it a theory. It's just the way he's always seen it. Uh, and just that they were really, really, really close friends. They had a really close connection. And, you know, they weren't in a relationship in the book, so maybe it's the same in the movie. And I started thinking about that. And then I was like, okay, well, the fact that they're split up in Jurassic Park 3 now is a little easier to digest. Yeah. Because uh, a little easier to swallow because... Um, you know, because I know that there was no separation at any point. Isn't it weird how in movies, even obscure characters in movies like this, you still get uh, some kind of a personal investment in? Sure, yeah. Like, I was showing a friend of mine Jurassic Park 3, and, uh, I mean, the second she saw that they they had been divorced or broke up or whatever, she was like, nope, turn it off. Don't want to watch it. Don't want to watch it. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I, like, I could care less about some historical figures, but I find a strange connection to fictional characters. Yeah, uh, yeah. Characters on television series and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I find that, I find that kind of stuff really interesting. No, it is really interesting. And uh, this is just one of the many references in the movie, I think, to the fact that there are a couple, at least in the oh, film yeah, series, yeah, not yeah. in the book, but there's another line later where, uh, Ian Malcolm asks Grant, uh, sir, you and Dr. Sattler? And he doesn't finish saying it. And Alan goes, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, it's, you're right. It's never explicitly stated right. that there are a couple, but I, I do think the movie heavily, mm-hmm. it just assumes that the audience catches you, you that. You know what I like is that it could be seen both ways. And you can you can take whichever if you want to think of it a certain way there it is it's right there for you and the other way the same yeah so uh, so uh, I wanted to talk real quick because that was someone brought that up I think on our Facebook group and we had a you know nice discussion with them about that we also got some uh, a gentleman named Kai. Uh, sent us a note that we had gotten something wrong, and we do need to correct that. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Kai. We keep referring to the flying reptiles from Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World as pterodactyls, but they are not uh, dinosaurs. Uh, or I want to make sure I'm getting this right, because 
I'm not a paleontologist, and right. Kai is. I think he was actually uh, really loved the Jurassic Park th- uh, series, and that actually drove him to 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 have a passion for dinosaurs and, and become a paleontologist. And we love it when people send us stuff like this because yes, absolutely. we're just two jackasses yelling well, out into the void. Yeah. Number one, I like the fact that people continue to listen to us, and mm-hmm. then number two, when we make a mistake, everybody uh, points it out to us in a very respectful. Oh yeah, uh, and like Kai did, which here. we want to know. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I we will, <laughs> folks. We're going to screw up several more times before the show's <laughs> over. Believe me uh but when somebody can come to you and be like hey i noticed this but this is the actual you know well they they i think they call it a well actually when someone's like well actually yeah yeah but when they do it in a respectful manner it's mm-hmm. really appreciated so uh but they were not uh dinosaurs and they are not related to birds they are a separate group of flying reptiles that evolved flight completely independently and happen to live during the same time period uh not everything in live during the mesozoic era was exactly dinosaur which that's that's absolutely true yeah and, which is so fascinating to mm-hmm. me that there can be prehistoric life and it's not uh, prehistoric animals and they're not technically dinosaurs yeah uh, and I'm going to try to say the the name here it, looks, it sounds like it's P-T-E-R-S-A-U-R-O-S so I think that's a pterosaur uh, yeah I believe I've, but I've we, heard we're, it with, with a P at the beginning well yeah so. uh, just like pterodactyl yeah it's silent yeah. P so the uh, crest-headed dinosaur from Jurassic Park 3 was a pteranodon and not a pterodactyl, and it was a pterosaur. So there you go. that's what was going on there. Yeah. Not a dinosaur. Very interesting. And, and very, uh, Kai, again, thank you so much for reaching out to us on Facebook. Yeah, seriously. I've actually exchanged a couple emails with him now. Really nice guy. But yeah. um, very cool to uh, to have that kind of input pump from a professional. Yeah, it is very cool to, that uh, a paleontologist would tolerate and listen to this show. <laughs> you know, and, and I really appreciate the fact that uh, we have such a diverse audience out there and yeah. such a, a smart group of people and uh, just you know if I have to say it you know our listening audience very attractive people as well <laughs> yeah very smart very attractive wonderful human beings so you got anything else for this minute I do not okay so I'm, it's I'm just glad kinda... we've been able to fill you know uh, so much with so little no yeah. the, the only thing I, I have for this minute was actually uh, a note about Jurassic World more yeah so go than ahead this movie, so. oh no that was what you said. said okay yeah. I was like oh great more content go ahead fire away <laughs> at me Brady okay well you know what I think tomorrow we're gonna have a much longer episode than usual because it is our gigantic Jurassic sized right. Christmas oh. spectacular <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that'll be guy. dropping tomorrow. It's going to be very Jurassic. It's going to be so Jurassic, folks. So Jurassic. Tune, tune in. Tune in. <laughs> I'm Kyle. And I'm Brady. And to, <laughs> until next time, hold on to your butts. Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com. And visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com, Facebook.com slash JurassicParkMinute, and Twitter.com slash JurassicMinute. You've been listening to a Pele Media Podcast. For premium content and exclusive podcasts, visit us at Patreon.com slash Media. Check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Media, and follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Media.